Money is what drives most business decisions, yet we all have money mindset obstacles and advantages that play a role in whether we grow our business fast and with confidence or slowly and by putting in more and more of our own precious time. So today, business coach and money mentor Claire Wood is on the podcast to share with us her expert insights, tips and strategies to overcoming your small business money obstacles so you can start growing faster. The Simply Standout Marketing Podcast is for you, the small business owner wanting to supercharge your marketing with simple, actionable strategies and inspiration so you can smash your goals and grow your business. Now it's your turn to discover what actions to take to make your business truly stand out and succeed. Let's get started. Hi there, and thanks for joining me for episode 17 of the Simply Stand Up Marketing Podcast. I'm thrilled to have Claire Wood on the show today. Claire is a self-confessed numbers nerd who left her job as an accountant in the corporate world to become a business coach and money mentor and a wrangler of two little boys. With a love of empowering entrepreneurs to manage their money and make more money, Claire's here to talk about obstacles that might be holding back the growth of your business and strategies to navigate the path to bigger impact. Welcome, Claire. It is so wonderful to have you here today. Lovely to be here today. Thanks for having me. Oh, my pleasure. Now, look, um, you're a really a very successful business coach and a money mentor. What led you to where you are today? Well, do we want to go right back to the beginning? <laughs> I may as well. So, <laughs> I may as well. Yeah. What else? You know, what else are we doing? Um, so, <laughs> I actually started my career as an accountant, can you believe it or not? And um, I worked in the corporate space for many years as uh, an unfulfilled (laughs) corporate uh, (laughs) accountant. And when I had my first baby, I got made redundant. And I was helping my husband with his business. And he said, you're really good at this. And um, I said, yeah, this is what I do. And um, he said, people would pay you for this. And so I thought about it and thought, I wonder if I could start my own business. And um, literally, I had a couple of client referrals within the week. And my business has just grown from there. And there's definitely been um, a lot of learnings, a lot of lessons along the way. And I'm very grateful to be at the stage I'm at at the moment, which is scaling up and starting to offer one-to-many products. That sounds fantastic. And I love that you've, you know, you've come from that corporate background and, and accounting, but now you can help other businesses um, from the coaching and the mentoring side of things. Yeah, and I I really do think that um that background has really set me up very well for coaching because I'm not just talking about things from a theoretical perspective. I can really jump into people's numbers with them. You know, I get my hands dirty helping people do their budgets and analyze and understand <laughs> their financials and things as well. So, yeah, I'm very grateful for my background in accounting. Absolutely. What's you said that you you know have learned a lot of lessons along the way starting up your own business. What's something that you think um, that you would have loved to have known back when you started that you would change and do differently? Ooh, what a great question! (laughs) (laughs) So, I wish that I had come into the business with a 
a view or a buffer about how much I was going to invest because the way that I grew my business, especially in the early years of business, I ran it off the smell of an oily rag. I didn't spend a cent on anything. (laughs) And what I've realized is how much I was actually inhibiting my own growth by doing that. And, you know, if I was to start all over again, I wish that from the start I'd said, right, I'm jumping into, you know, an amazing program or investing with an amazing coach. Um, I, you know, I wish I'd done my branding um, probably early <laughs> on and of course, you know, run Facebook ads and various things like that. Uh, and, you know, everything's a lesson and a learning, but for me in retrospect, that's the biggest thing that I think is it's like, I think I was always too scared to spend money and to invest money. And I think that the more that I am doing that, the more I'm seeing big leaps in my income and growth in my business. Oh, absolutely. Look, I totally agree because it's the same thing that I did when I first started my business. And you just go, oh, should I invest in in paying an accountant, paying for someone to do this stuff that you can't do really well yourself. That was always something that I always wish that I had changed back in the early days because once you get in there, you get stuck doing the work, doing the day-to-day work rather than the the business of, of growing yourself, which you know, I've also learnt myself over the years and you go, okay, I've just got to actually invest in it. Yeah, exactly. No. Exactly. Now, look, there are a lot of misconceptions about money management when it comes to building a business. You know, what's one of the common misconceptions that you hear a lot about money management? Ooh, okay. I have found that a lot of business owners talk about their sales number and I'm so guilty of this as well. I have, I'll put my hand <laughs> up and say it. But, you know, we talk about the six-figure business or someone made, you know, $500,000 in their business, whatever, without putting the context of profitability around it. And this for me is something that I really want to educate people about is that actually the amount of revenue that people make or the amount of sales that they make might might have very little to do with how much money they've actually got. So when you are looking at your business and you're looking at what other people are doing, it's really important to take into consideration the profitability of their business as compared to just the sales. So when I think about money management to me, it's really about knowing your numbers and being super clear, like how much profit am I actually making from this business? And then making your business decisions based around that as compared to just chasing that sexy top line sales number. Yes, you so often hear people talk about six figures, seven figures, eight figures, and but no one ever says this was my profit. So, I mean, they could be a a $1 million business, but they could also be spending a million dollars. And really, at the end of the day, they're worse off than someone who's making 200,000, but they're only, you know, they've got $100,000 in profit or... um, So, yeah, we do concentrate definitely too much on the sales figures. I do agree. Yeah. And so that's something that, you know, I'm trying really hard to, when I share numbers, share the profitability and share the, you know, the 
be more transparent around it. And it's something that I really want to empower my clients and business owners to do is to, to learn to really understand their numbers and um, to focus on profit instead of sales. Yes, I think that's a great idea. Now, over the last few years, or probably the last couple of years only, I've done a lot of work on my money mindset and found you know, how many stories I'd been telling myself that were holding me back, which there are plenty of them. Um, but look, it's not something that everyone understands the effects of. Uh, so how would you describe what money mindset is and, and its importance to your finances? Yeah. So your money mindset is how you feel about money. And, you know, if you're listening to this and it's the first time you've heard of the concept of money mindset, you might go, I feel great about money. And I said, terrific. And, um, but, but what we do is we actually do have underlying beliefs around money that maybe aren't so positive. And some examples might be, you know, I've, I've had clients who come to me and say, I've got a great money mindset. I'm like, fantastic. Okay. Let's hire someone in your team. And they're like, whoa, 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 <laughs> let's just slow down a bit. Or I might say, let's put your prices up. Oh, people won't pay me more than I'm, I'm already charged at the top of the market. Um, and that's when we really start to uncover these, these underlying stories that people do have around money and really start to go, well, actually, you're holding yourself back from your next level of business because you do have these money stories. And look, I've got money stories. Um, everyone does. And it's really interesting that they change and evolve over time. So you might sort of break through one set of beliefs and then you come up against a whole new group of, um, group of <laughs> stories at your next level. So money mindset is, is really getting clear with what your beliefs around money are. And then if you do have unhelpful thoughts about money, working to reprogram those so that you don't make decisions in your business to hold you back. You actually bravely and confidently invest and know and love your numbers. Yeah, well, it's something that you know, I find so many businesses, once you do start talking to them, and once you understand what money mindset is and and how it actually is holding you back, because I was astounded, the stories that from from being a kid, how the things that our parents would say to us or that our teachers or university lecturers, whoever said to us, was incredible the difference that makes. And also when you start out, um, things along the lines of, I think COVID will have an effect um, on our money mindset. Do you think that's that will change people's money mindset? Yeah, I mean, all kinds of experiences that we have in life can change our, our perception of money in a good way or a bad way. Uh, so any experience that you go through um, is definitely <laughs> going to shape your beliefs around money. Yeah. Look, We've been talking a bit about um, small businesses who are struggling to grow, that they have this fear of spending money on, on the things that are actually going to help them grow their business, like marketing, like hiring staff, to, you know, to undertake the day-to-day -day work. What are your thoughts on how to navigate the line between investing in the growth of your business and overextending yourself? 
Yeah, and this is, I guess this is really my jam. And the answer that I share frustrates people a lot because <laughs> it's not a clear <laughs> black and white answer, unfortunately. Because truthfully, like what that line looks like is going to be different for different people. And, you know, I've worked with some clients of mine that have uh, a very wealthy partner and the partner's like full steam ahead, do anything you need to do. Um, whereas other people, you know, they need to be making <laughs> a profit in their business because that the household is depending on it. And I think that everyone kind of sits at a different place in the spectrum. Uh, obviously, from my experience, the more that people invest, <laughs> the faster that they grow, provided they're doing it in a mindful and, um, and measured way, of course. But that's not always realistic for all business owners. And sometimes too, it's not, it's not sensible. Like if I'd have gone and hired the coach that I'm working with now, when I first got started in business, um, I probably wouldn't have understood half the things that she was talking about. (laughs) So it wouldn't have really made sense to, um, to do that at that point in time. But I definitely think that you, you know, you really need to have a think about, what is your capacity to be able to invest? How long are you able to go without getting a return on your investment? Or how long are you able to wait until you do get a return on your investment? And um, and again, your appetite for, for risk and investing. I know that some people you know, have a a particular amount that they like to spend on marketing. Whereas for other people, they're like, I want this thing to grow and I'm, I'm all in. So they're happy to kind of, um, have a bit more, accept a bit more risk there. Yeah. And that's what I say to a lot of my smaller clients is have a strategy. What are you actually going to improve on in the next 90 days? What's the purpose of it? What's, you know, get your, a lot of businesses I see don't have the foundational stuff right. So they don't have their messaging right, um, which affects pretty well everything that they possibly do. And all those foundational things like having an email and an email database and, and a website that actually you know, captivates and engages people rather than just having a website. And also your money management because so many of us go, no, 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 it's okay, we'll do everything ourselves. But I just go, get on the expertise, not for everything, but for to get you a strategic plan side of things or for someone just to help you get started and then build from there. Yeah, I, and I definitely think that getting the foundations right is, to your point, is so important in terms of scaling your business. Yeah. Now, look, what are some of the other big mindset problems that you see business owners struggle with that, that have a major impact on their business? So, um, I think there's obviously money mindset and this is all connected, uh, fear and a lack of confidence. So fear pops its ugly head up anytime that we are wanting to do something different. And you'll get all kinds of messages that, you know, people are laughing at me. Uh, what if no one wants to buy my thing? What if I make this investment and it's the wrong investment? And, um, and a lack of confidence is the other thing is that people are just really scared to get themselves, their business out there. And that can sometimes really hold people back from the potential of their business. What are some simple strategies that people can use to work on overcoming their their money mindset issues? 
Well, the first thing that I always suggest to people is that they understand, they educate themselves around what money mindset is. So um, whether that's doing a course, reading books, listening to podcasts, the first and most important thing is really understanding more about it. Then the next step is to really work out what your stories are. And I know even now that like when things pop up for me that I go, ooh, that's a money story. And then once you've identified what it is, you can then start to work on rewriting it. Ah, that's a good idea. And what are some of the resources that you actually use or that you love to have found great knowledge out of or inspiration? Yeah, so there's a lot of really fantastic books. Um, There's You're a Badass at Making Money by Jen Sincero. Get Rich Lucky Bitch by Denise Duffield Thomas. There are some fantastic podcasts. I love the Manifestation Bay podcast, um, James Wedmore's podcast, Minding Your Business. And yes. then there's courses that you can invest in to learn about money mindset. So I did a fantastic course um, called Money Bootcamp by Denise Duffield Thomas. And I've now created my own course, which is very different to hers. A lot of people go and do Denise's course and then do my course. Um, and... You know, I, and inside my course, I'm teaching about, about money management, but also about money mindset. So it's looking holistically at your relationship with, with money. Oh, what are some of the things you actually learn within it? Yeah. So, um, inside my course, I teach, um, practical strategies around how to manage your money. So, um, I use some of the sales tracking tools that I use with my high ticket clients. Um, we do the process. I call it, um, uh, sales planning, but it's actually budgeting. <laughs> I just try and make it sound a bit more fun. <laughs> Teaching people about how to make a plan for their money, how to look at the investments. We look at their overall strategy. So we actually look at, you know, how people are going to scale their business to the million dollar mark. So really identifying what works for you and your business, because some people teach launching, some people teach, um, you know, how to grow your team. And the way that I teach is I'm like, it's got to be what feels good for you. So I empower people to uncover their own particular strategy to scale that feels in alignment. And then we work about, then we spend a lot of time doing things like journaling and identifying their money stories and rewriting them to empower people to scale their business. They all sound wonderful. What about, I know you talk about making money fun, or sorry, I shouldn't say money fun, um, money, the money management side of business fun. What are some of the, you know, your thoughts on, on trying to make it more enjoyable? Because I know I certainly don't enjoy doing, um, <laughs> doing a lot of the financial stuff in my business. Yeah, look, I think it's about finding tools that work for you. So a couple of um, things that I do that I think make it a bit more fun is I actually draw like a visual representation of sales each month and I color it in. And if you want to go and check out on my Instagram um, at Claire underscore Wood underscore coach in my reels, you'll see, actually see my sales tracking tool and it looks like a giant penis. Um, sometimes it even <laughs> looks like, like, sometimes it looks like a bong, people tell me. Um, and I just think it's such a fun and playful thing that I always use now and, and have a bit of a play and fun. So when I'm tracking sales, it's not like, 
typing numbers in a spreadsheet. I'm coloring it in with a fluoro pen. And, um, and I do this beautiful practice where everyone that pays me money, I, I hand write their name down and I send them a beautiful little blessing and say, you know, thank you. Lisa for investing with me. I, I hope that you love the transformation that you have inside my course and I'm sending you so much gratitude. And, you know, um, other times I'll say, you know, I, I trust that this investment will come back to you tenfold. So I really think about the individual person behind each payment. And, um, yeah, I found that's a really beautiful way to bring some fun and playfulness back into the money side. Um, the other thing too that I, I love to do is, you know, and I love to sit down and have a look, okay, when this money comes in, what am I doing with it? And so when I'm doing like my cash forecasting and things like that, I'm sitting here at the moment, uh, some of the things that I'm investing in, I'm, I'm writing a book, I'm getting a new brand. So I get to manually write those things out and get so excited and say, this is what this money represents to me. I'm not just filling in a spreadsheet here. I'm, you know, getting excited about how I'm going to be able to invest this back into my business. Um, or, you know, all my personal life. So um, again, at the moment, planning a holiday. So when I'm doing my cash forecasting, I can sit here and be like, oh my gosh, it feels so exciting and expansive to know that I've allocated money aside to drink cocktails and to hire a babysitter while we're away. So I think bringing the, the play and the fun back into money is a really beautiful way to not make money management so boring because it doesn't need to be. I love that idea. I think that's so good. I'm going to have a um, have a look at that. And another thing, so I'm actually in James Wedmore's course, so I'm one of his members. And one thing I learned from him which really stuck with me was he said you've got to think of money going through you. So the more money you earn, it means then you go and put more money out. You know, you have a bigger impact in the community or with, so whether you're actually helping um, different charities or whether you you're earning money and then you're going into a cafe because you can afford to and you're buying a meal and then the money from that goes to the the owner of the cafe and the person who's serving you so they actually get their wages and then they go on and they spend that money elsewhere so it just keeps going on and on and I thought oh that's such a good concept Oh, 100% and something that I say to people is that in relation to the flow of money is you know if you want money to flow in, money needs to flow out as well. And this is where yeah. I definitely <laughs> held myself back in the earlier stages of business. And yes, of course, it is a balance. We don't want every single cent we earn to be spent straight away. Um, that's not honoring the, you know, the energy of money. But at the same time, I really do believe in, in that, in the flow, flowing in, flowing out. Yes. Oh, definitely. And, and I think it really has to. And I think after, you know, having been in business for so long, that's one of my biggest regrets was not investing early on. Um, I mean, my business has changed and evolved over the years and I um, you know, worked in corporate and then worked in consultancy and then stopped that and, and did other things and back, uh, you know, doing consultancy, but only doing, you know, branding and and strategic planning and and copywriting and things along those lines so it's it's got to change and 
you've got to change along with it. But I think investing in your own business and in also in your own learning as well. I'm amazed at how much I've learned um, by investing in training and say the, say the last five, 10 years is huge. Yeah, oh, 100%. I mean, if you think that you can do it all on your own in business, then I think you're uh, being a little <laughs> bit naive. The, you know, the way that we all grow is from educating ourselves from others. Yeah, and also forming that community with other people and that's why I love doing this podcast and connecting with people like you and learning from you know learning from you and and from others. It's so good for me as well as for for people listening. So it's so good that we can we've got a platform that we can share our expertise with others. Um and I love it. Yeah, yeah, no, it's so much fun. And it is, it, you're totally right. It's just fun being able to connect with other business owners who speak the same language. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Now, look, where can listeners connect with you? So, uh, I have a podcast that is called The Claire Wood Podcast, where I talk a lot it's about great. money. <laughs> oh, thank you so much. Thanks for listening. Um, yeah, so you could definitely come and check out my podcast. And I'm also pretty active on Instagram, like I mentioned before, at Claire underscore Wood underscore Coach. And I just want to flag both through the podcast and with Instagram that you spell Claire, C-L-A-R-E. My parents didn't put the I in for some reason. So make sure you <laughs> type C-L-A-R-E when you're um, coming to search me. But, you know, um, I share a lot of uh, every day I'm sharing practical advice over on Instagram about how to use your money mindset, how to manage your money in your business. So if you want to come and get some great tips, make sure you come and give me a follow. That's wonderful. I definitely will be. And look, thank you so much for, for coming along and spending time with us today. I am um, looking forward to keeping on following your podcast and I'm also going to get on Instagram because I don't think I follow you on Instagram. Not yet. <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> well, well, I, I can't wait be, to connect so. with you over there. And and if you do come no. and add me, um, if you're if you're a listener and you do come and add me, drop me a DM. I love when people drop me a little message and say hi. I heard you on a podcast. I I love to really um say hi to people. So please do. Oh, that's great. Look, thank you so much for sharing all of your knowledge. And um, yeah, hopefully we can chat again soon and and help some more people. Fantastic. Thanks so much for having me, Nikki. Thanks for listening to the Simply Standout Marketing Podcast. Head over to simplystandoutmarketing.com for the show notes, downloads, and even more great stuff to help you grow your business with marketing made simple.